Hello. She's Hello. so so soft. So, yeah, and um, and I went to a store, and uh, the store was good, but I realized there was no jeeps outside the store. And um, so she left. So this was a very personal and sad experience that I was dealing with. Um, and there was a girl named Christine Chen, and she made fun of me um, for not knowing that jeeps aren't outside a store. And so I cried. So I cried that day. Oh, I think we just got our intro. Is that good? That's the intro? I think we just got our intro. We got the intro. <laughs> <laughs> the juice story. Down, kind of thinking deep about the life I live, about to go to sleep and think about all the reasons why I do this. When I write another record, it replenishes my music, and then I'm captured in the newness. And the news is kind of foolish, and I miss the pure bliss. When hey, hey everyone, welcome back to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. I'm your host Marvin Yue. With me, as always, is my co-host Christine Minji Chang. What's up, everyone? And today we're joining another full cast, another four people on this podcast. It's going to be, I promise we won't take two hours this time. There are no guarantees, but we will do our best. (laughs) With us today, tonight, today. Today. Today is uh, Christine Chen, HBIC over at Wong Fu Productions. How's it going? <laughs> I'm so gangster. I don't know where that came it's, from. It's all good. That, it happens when you get the headphones they, and mic in your face. <laughs> yeah. That's how they roll down Wong Fu. Just what up? I know. Gangster time. Sup? Born and raised from Arcadia. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so gangster. Oh, thug. <laughs> also with us is the beautiful, talented, talented uh, hardworking, find her on YouTube, boss, my fellow countryman, Linda Dong. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey. (laughs) She's not used to this because there's no camera. Exactly. I'm just trying to make my voice really sexy right now. Uh, (laughs) You don't have to be. Everyone here is sexy. (laughs) We just have to say we are. But like, through the voice. Oh, this is so different. Yeah, this is interesting. (laughs) Wait till you hear it like play back at you. It's the weirdest thing. (laughs) It's awful. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's Wednesday, guys. It's uh, Wednesday, April the 8th. But really, it's April the 6th. We're coming at you from the past, I guess. Back to the future. Back to the future. It is 2015. It is the year of back. Is it the year of back to the future? It is. So when October rolls around, it's going to get crazy. <laughs> a lot of themed parties ahead of yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> Today was an eventful day. Um, Linda saw of a Jeep. Mm-hmm. That wasn't today, but was we were today? talking about it. No, it was, it was a while back. I yeah. don't follow. Okay. I did see a Jeep, though, today. Well, yeah. did you? Oh, you did? I did, because I was walking by, because there's a Jeep near my house. Did the it have doors? <laughs> it, no, it was, the same, it was the same one, so yeah. no, no doors. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was still there, still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so when did that original, okay, because I, I, since we started this topic, like the topic, I said topject. Don't the worry. topic. I won't edit it, so it'll be in I there. know you won't, because whatever. Um, <laughs> since we already are on the subject, no, I want to know like the full story, because we were talking about it the other day, where you're letting me know that you're just so confused about why <laughs> this one <laughs> video that you posted was getting all this attention. And so... Two you know, million views. Yeah, yeah, it's at 2.2 million views right oh now. Goodness. She's just that good. Jeep it's- clip. Yes. So um, what's the story? 
I yeah. So how it all started was um, started off with a Snapchat video, and I was just like, I was walking and I saw the Jeep, and I walked like literally a block away, and I'm like, I thought to myself, I'm like, this would be a funny like Snapchat video. So I went there, and then I just decided to have an accent, and I did it, and I actually like filmed it, and I posted my Snapchat, and I laughed when I walked away, and then I'm like, I should just post this on my Facebook as well. And then so that's what I did. And it was just for like, oh, I'm just going to check it. I'll just see what happens. Like, I think the audience on my Facebook, I feel like they should just kind of get to know me more and just kind of see like how silly I am. You're silly, yeah. Yeah. And so I did that. And then the next day I got like, I think like 200 shares. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then that week and then I saw like 2,000 and then 5,000. Now it's like 6,000 or so shares on Facebook. And then like the Jeep page posted. Wow. I'm like, what the barnacles? Because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you always like, say that. That's what, what, I, that's what I say. I say about the barnacles. Because like I post it and you know, it's like, there's a lot of other videos that I post that I really enjoy that I'm like, this is going to be a good video. The Jeep one was like a, like a no brainer. I just post it. And then that happens. So I don't really know under or understand my audience anymore. The <laughs> mysteries of the internet. I swear to God, she that's what I'm had, saying. She has a nose for it. She's like, this will be a good video. Yeah. No, but that was the random, I mean, that's the randomness of it. And so you just, all you say is like you comment about there being no doors, mm-hmm. but you're saying it in a Vietnamese accent mm-hmm. and it got 6,000 shares. I, I still don't understand why. So we're posing this question earlier. So do you think people are posing it because they're also confused or like, I, I don't know, like a part of me just like, let's be real, like being Asian American, you're just like, okay, so there's probably some like stupid people out there who are like, oh, this girl really doesn't know and like yeah. making fun, which if that's the case and it might be like that pisses me off a lot. Mm. Um, mm. Have, what are the comments like? Do you like... <laughs> Or do you stay away from that? See, that's what this is like the life of a YouTuber. I, I just like this. Is why I don't do it because I don't think I could handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for Facebook, I read them uh, because usually on Facebook, uh, they're usually uh, really nice. I feel like people on Facebook, they're nicer because, you're, you know, your name is there and right. your face is there. So, right, you know, right. On YouTube, you can you can have a whole identity. Right. And no one's yeah. going to know who you are. Trolls. So I did read my Facebook comments and a lot of them. I laugh at them. A lot of them be like, oh, my God, she doesn't understand. And I, I find that funny because it's like. I'm a character, and that's how I see myself as. I don't see myself as my person, like, you know, yeah. myself being it. So, um, no, a lot of them have actually been, like, positive. They've never been, like, oh, this girl is, like, so stupid or anything. It's, like, so far that I, heard, like, um, was reading was, like, oh, she's, like, she she just doesn't understand. And, uh-huh. she, and like, and it, some people would be, like, oh, I, I don't understand, too. So, it's, like, it's all good. Like yeah. That's good. Yeah. The you only know. Jeep that I knew and that I cared about and that I wanted was from Clueless. <laughs> the, the white Jeep that... That Alicia Silverstone is like cruising down Beverly Hills, and I was like, "That's my shiz, and I need that Jeep." <laughs> Wait, was that the one when she was uh, test or she was um, trying to get her license? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> the white Jeep. I was just like, "That was the dopest." Thing. I wanted that, and I wanted her pen with like the white fluffy thing at the end. Oh yeah, '90s throwback, you guys. But that's how I knew Jeeps, and so like, see, two different. How are you supposed to know? I didn't know that they're not supposed to have doors. You know, like. I know you forced me to watch Clueless that one time, but oh, I don't. Flavor. I don't remember a Jeep. It's I don't remember the, the movie at all. Scene. All I know is like Paul Rudd's in it. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, who's super cute? Who still looks the same? Exactly. Has not aged a day. Hollywood's been good to him. So Linda, when was the first time you saw Clueless? When's the first time I saw? Clueless? We're talking about this because Linda is freaking young. I'm freaking young. I'm okay. She's a baby. <laughs> I know. 
Yes, I'm a baby. Yes, I'm a baby. Um, first time I saw Clueless, like, I don't, I don't even know when, when it did, like 1990s or something. Was when you it watched started. it in the 90s? That also knows out. Yeah, well, because I have three sisters that are older. Oh. Um, nice. So everything that they've watched, I've I've seen too. So see, up. that's why. I swear to God, I was saying I I, I don't can't. have sisters. Yeah, you have me. We were which watching is the closest like thing. Ninja Turtles and stuff. Back then. Uh, I watched Ninja yeah. Turtles because I had yeah. a brother. Yeah, same. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? yeah. Did you watch like I watched like He Man, and um, He Man was an eighties movie. That was. It was also a cartoon. It was oh. like a show. Yeah. Yeah. That. I think I aged like He Man was Joe. too old for me. I was like my generation was like Disney Afternoon. You know, like Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, DuckTales. DuckTales, yeah. Darkwing Duck. Uh, I just watched Animaniacs. That was my... I was going to mm. say, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I still think that it, oh, it's better than Tiny Toon Adventures. Just saying. I'm going to start a war right here, right now. I don't think... Okay, so <laughs> I was thinking about this because I think about these things. Um, and I think we just like aged into it. So we were like, Tiny Toon's Adventures was the right time for our age. And then like Animaniacs came around, came out when we were like entering middle school, high school, kind of like... You're older than when I we're am, little, so you don't speak just like on my older. opinion. Whatever, you're older is older is older, <laughs> as true Asians would say. Wait, how 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 much older? A year. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this whole time I was like, oh, he must be I ten know, years old like or something. 40, yeah. Uh-huh. See, that's why I feel like Linda's of our generation, though, because you that's so cool that you had three older. So you're the baby. Mm-hmm. OK, that's crazy. Mm. I'm second. I'm middle. So Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what's like to have that many older siblings. But I, I've always said Linda has a very mature demeanor about her. So I would never like put her in baby <laughs> category. Yeah. It's Christine. just she's like very soft spoken and very like sweet. And she never really like like imposes anything. She's always very like sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Well, I watch this girl's videos. I've been like on a Linda D Productions, you know, I'm watching yeah. and cracking up, by the way. It's just, I love it. But you have a very sassy side. You're very, you yeah. know, ridiculous and yeah. loud. And I love that. So mm-hmm. I guess that's not the day to day. Yeah, that's, that's what I was like. Well, now that I've worked with many YouTubers, I, I know that there's an on-camera persona and there's a normal every day, you know. But um, you always kind of have that expectation when you meet them and you've seen them on on the screen beforehand. Right. And you're just like, oh, this is the person I'm going to get. And then when they're not like that, you're like, oh, how do, how do I, how do how I do deal yeah. with this? <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. Christine could tell us all her stories, that's yeah. like, <laughs> what well, really like. ISA's been on a roll with content lately. Like, has that been like it's extra busy for you, just keeping everything? Or like, you know, what's your day to day like there? Um, well, ISA is like the sister company of Wang Fu. Oh, right. right. Um, yeah. So I'm not as I'm not involved in ISA. That's all Dan Matthews, which I'm sure people know Dan Matthews. Yeah. Danica Dan. <clears throat> Dan. Yeah, exactly. Dan. There you go. Right. Dan. <laughs> Dan. Shout out to Dan. <laughs> so besides being like a rock star, he's also um, like the producer on all the shows, you know. But, I mean, like, since since we're all family, we do, like, our paths cross and we reach out to each other and shoot stuff. So, mainly right now, it's just, for Wang Fu, it's just been movie, mm. which is... Coming exciting. up soon. Yeah. Premier, what, next Thursday? 
That's a huge uh, milestone. In three, three, two weeks? Oh. Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. We're actually co-presenting that collaboration. We got invited because oh we're, yeah. We're, That's exciting. We're a community partner for the LA Film Festival. Like, yeah. So Visual Communications, for those of you who don't know, um, amazing organization based in Los Angeles. And they're putting on this LA Film Festival. And there's going to, dude, it's crazy to, for me to watch the evolution of film festivals, Asian film festivals, because yeah. I only just started really attending them a few years ago. Because of collaboration, right? right? And then, right. but just to see like the quality and the, you know, the, the feature length films versus the shorts and like the doc, like it's all like really changing. You know what right, I mean? Like right. people are getting comfortable and confident with like the stuff they want to make, which is awesome. And like we actually got invited to co present your film. That's just like the merge of all my worlds. Because like <laughs> I, I started at, uh, the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival as a special events coordinator. Then the same year, I was like, you know what? I'm really going to get into this, like, Asian-American scene, you know? So um, I joined Collaboration, and I got to meet, like, Christine Kim, PK, and, like, Roy, and everyone, right? And Rena. And then um, and then, then through the film festival, I met Wang Fu Productions. And now, what is that, like, five years later? Wow, five years later. Five all years one geez. night, all together. <laughs> That's going to be Family. epic. Yeah. We need to have like some epic uh, video, Snapchat, I don't know, something going on for yeah. that. That's got to be, that's got to be commemorated. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mind I mean, explosion, it's, yeah. It's their first um, feature since their, their their senior project in college. And right, right. I just don't remember um, <laughs> when their first video came out. It was, so I went to UCSD as well, same year as the guys. Oh. Um, and I remember when uh, my friend sent me this um, FTP link. For their seniorita, for their seniorita video, back in like yeah, back in like I think it was like April or May or like it's 2003, at the end of our first year, and it was just like, oh that's cool, they're doing a music video at school. We recognize all the sites, and then um, I remember back then um, I forget what forums or what our sites were around. This is like pre Facebook. I think Friendster was just coming out pre YouTube, and I know I was getting my Asian American news from somewhere. I just can't remember where Asian Avenue. Zanga? It might have been, or saying it was like, but I started seeing the link being shared like through all like the Asian like cultural like kind of forums and stuff, and it kind of spread all the way to like the East Coast, and it was, all of a sudden it was like, wow, wow this like you just watch this thing just become huge, yeah. and then like they released their second video, which was the um, um, Harlem use uh, the Chinese one. Do you guys, do you guys see that one? They, she, this, is like, pre, this is pretty Christine. No, I'm like, days. I should be saying yes, but I'm like <laughs> Christine, wait. just not in smile. We keep it 100, <laughs> as Naomi says. We keep it 100. No, they they did this. Um, it, so you know, their first videos are all lip sync videos, right? To right. like, um, like Senior Rita, Justin Timberlake, Five, um, <laughs> Maroon Five, and then um, their second one was a lip sync to a Mandarin pop song, and then was it with Lee Home? No, it no. was a Harlem Harlem. I forgot his last name, but um, oh, okay. Fei the E is the uh, the song. <laughs> I really, um, really want to see this video. And the, dig it up, Christine. I know. What made it viral was um, for the chorus, they had like a white dude lip sync to the Mandarin song. Oh. So, and this was back when, like, um, so they like they did their videos with their like their hallmates. So everyone right. kind of knew someone who was in one of those videos. So I know um, oh. one of the guys was went to high school with one of my best friends from college so that's how like you know they, they got spread but the connections <laughs> i know i know yeah that's but, yeah. how did you so then when you first met him at visual communications how did how did the you like working with them happen like because i guess that's actually a question for me because i know as like filmmakers you for people who don't do it they don't 
it's kind of just like this obscure word like oh you're a producer what's that even right. mean like yeah. for me before i even like really dove into it, i don't know what the heck that meant <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and producers have a tremendous amount of work and sometimes a lot more than honestly like directors do because they're piecing everything together yeah, right i have to mess right. with these knobs yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> going back to christine's producing <laughs> which is more than turning volume knobs. Right, I was no. say, that's pretty much what i do <laughs> How does that get started, though? Because, like, I, I don't even know that, that you know, I'm still getting to learn the behind-the-scenes story with, like, everybody. So, like, right. how did that – how did God. Destiny start? <laughs> well, <laughs> I wish I had, like, a really epic story for you, but it really was, like, um, I was a special events coordinator. So before, before doing um, visual communications, I did weddings, you know? And I was, like, a, like an assistant, too. So I never really, like, had – my own event that I did on my own and then VC or for the for the film festival um just kind of took a chance on me and was like okay here you go and I can see why now because it was like okay we have no money so (laughs) make 30 happen 30 events happen with no money there you go you know yeah and um this kind of threw me in there and um Wong Fu I had heard of Wong Fu because I'm also the same age age as them Mm -hmm. and I think the first video I saw was um Yellow Fever like most people and to be honest, I didn't think much of it. Just because, like, I was, I think it was in college that I saw it. That one came out, I think it was um, right before YouTube. So probably third year, I want to say. Marvin's yeah. our resident Wikipedia. Oh. Well, okay. So um, I remember, like, it, those videos catching my eye because I'm pretty sure Phil was in my Chinese class first year. Like, he sat, like, a couple of seats away from me. It might have been someone else, but, like, I remember. <laughs> that's why he remembers. <laughs> but... So it's like, oh, that dude's in my class. That's, that's how, that's how like, when we first saw it, that was how it was. Oh. Um, and then I remember he used to work the Tapioca Express down on a Nobel and Le Bon. Oh, man, and, you know like, a lot about Phil, damn. No, hey, because they op- that was the first, like, Boba place they opened in La Jolla. So we all went there. Uh-huh. And then so you just, because during the first few days of class, this was back, this is when they started getting big. Like, the first, like, first few weeks, it would be just packed with fangirls. Just mm-hmm. wanting to catch a glimpse of the Wong Fu guy. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that concept is still like <laughs> mind blowing. In if you think back then, where like he just did a lip sync video, and then all of a sudden you have fan like a yeah. normal person <laughs> has fan girls, you know. Yeah, and it's not even his song. He's <laughs> not even singing, you know. So it's just interesting how that like came. To be. I think like mm-hmm. we talk about a lot. It just comes to like. There's this demand for seeing like Asian faces, Asian right. American faces on you know on screen. Yeah, and just like. Um, just putting up a limb singing video, like it's like you know a lot of YouTubers, you know, just putting up cover videos gets you a following, and then people start knowing who you are right. and getting to know you, and like you know sometimes getting way too invested. But well, know, so just... you, I mean, Christy, you didn't even know who, like, so you had watched Yellow I Fever, mean, I, and I, I then... knew I've heard of them, right? But then to me, like at that time, I really wasn't really into the Asian American scene. Yeah, I grew yeah, up yeah. in Arcadia, which is like. 90% Asian people. So to me, being Asian wasn't No big a thing. deal. Yeah, it was not a big deal, exactly. And then, um, so when I decided to get into the Asian American scene, right, with quotation marks, into the Asian American <laughs> scene, like, um, that's when I started to hear their their um, name come up again. But to be honest, the first YouTuber that I was, like, fangirl of was David Choi. <laughs> like, he was, you know, he was the first YouTuber that I saw I think on YouTube it was he was on YouTube at the time. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was just known as the guy that never smiled. Mm. <laughs> I but I was like <laughs> and he just oh, had David. an amazing voice, right? Yeah. So um through David, I think I started 
you know, hear more about Wang Fu. And then that was when YouTube was starting to gain more momentum. And right. they were doing a lot of things, you know, with like Kev Jumba, Ryan Higa. And yeah, that was when um, the whole kind of um, the YouTube community started yeah. becoming a thing. Yeah. I remember the first YouTube video I ever saw was Lazy Sunday. The SNL skit, because someone just sent it to me. Oh, check this out. I didn't even think about the platform yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then yeah. you start seeing, like, all oh, this other stuff. Like, this, this was back when, like, you can watch TV shows on YouTube, right? There was no, like, I thought there, there were was limits. No I, th- I always thought, because when I remember, I thought there were, like, 10 minute limits or something from as far as I can remember. I don't, I remember just, I remember watching, like, full episodes of stuff on oh, really? YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got the dark research. He got the private. YouTube. For real. <laughs> he got <Yo>. VIP. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, I think that's, and then it's kind of funny. Well, it's David Choi kind of marks the because he was very like early on in YouTube. He was like one of the first people to really take that platform and like go with right. it. Mm. And then it's funny. It's just I think it's awesome to be sitting at this table because it's like you're part of that really early stage and like seeing the evolution. And then we have Linda here who's like, I don't know. I just got I'm just mm. keep getting to know you and like learning mm. how you got into it and how you go about making your um, your content. Because to me. It's still like even this podcast freaks me out. Like the fact that I'm speaking my mind or like sharing this personal part of me and that everyone out there is free to hear it and know that this is the ultimate irony because I'm, you know, trying to be an actress. But like, (laughs) but it's like there's something very liberating and very like bold about just having your own channel and making whatever the hell you feel like. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's so awesome. And that's what I think, you know, Asian Americans have been, we've taken that platform and like really run with it, which I think is awesome. Mm -hmm. And so I guess. That that makes me very curious as to like someone like Linda, like when you're you're you've been doing this since you said what since high school, so it's like the last um, two just years, right after high school, kind of yeah. <laughs> okay. So how is it? How is it? Uh, how do you feel like it's changed? Because that's like I don't know. I I never I've never uploaded a video and I've never had to like track viewership or like you know mm-hmm. how has that changed in the last year? or and both for both of you guys because like I'm very. I'm really curious about that, like how mm. how the the platform itself has evolved over time. Mm. Whenever <laughs> that comes, right. I, was I like, told what? you we didn't. This interview I was looking stuff. at Christine's channel. Yes. I'm like, you want to go first? <laughs> you go. You go. How 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 it has uh, it changed? As in, um... yeah, like from when you first started to now, is there anything different? Oh, oh yeah, it's a lot different. Well, um, I w- I started like 2000 and. Uh, I would say 2012 was when I really started YouTube. And I think now it's just now that YouTube is built, having this whole attraction, it's harder for like views and subscribers and all that stuff. So I think that's what I say it would have changed. Um, just for me, just being like a, I guess, later on YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, do you have, um, favorite moments i guess because like i saw i don't know i love your videos (laughs) i love that it's like honestly just like you're you're very like free about everything and it's i watched the one that you recommend the um guy with the hot girlfriend oh my boyfriend's best girlfriend my my best friend's hot girlfriend or something like that or best friend her look her look in that is like yeah hilarious i made him he was like john come over here you have to watch this it's so true like your little expression i was dying Mm -hmm. um how do those fly? Do you just like whenever it was like a conversation with a girlfriend or something and you just like have the idea and you're like, oh, I'm going to make this a video. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the, I, yeah, I would I usually would be when I'm just talking to somebody and then when I'm voicing it out and then I think this always happens where I would, I literally like chuckle in my head and I'm like, <laughs> wait, like, it's kind of like, wow, I, I this is kind of funny. 
And then I, I store it in my mind. Like, and whenever I hear a story or something, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then right away in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to make a video on that. Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's how I kind of make my videos. And with my, uh, the one was like the, my boyfriend, hot, best girlfriend, I was dealing with that. <laughs> Literally, it was like that week I was dealing with it. And, I, and then me and my friend was talking about it and I thought it was funny. And then so I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a skit about it. And usually with my skits, um, I do it, uh, um, I make skits because it kind of helps me look at it in a funnier way because at that moment I was actually like really dealing with it. Like I wasn't very happy about it, but I like putting it in a comedic <laughs> skit just to kind of prove to myself, like it's okay. Like it's not that bad and yeah. stuff. And so, yeah. So it's, in a way it's like therapeutic for you. Yeah. 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 Actually. Yeah. Like a You're lot giving of my therapy videos. to women. I, I mean, know. that's like for anybody. And it's kind of like helping. I feel like the way that it's when things are genuinely funny and it's real, it resonates not just with women, like with the girls that watching can relate. It kind, it also helps guys understand. Right. Like I genuinely was like, <laughs> if I had a boyfriend that's like I'm dealing with, that, I'd be like, "Honey, watch this skit. <laughs> right, right. You will understand what I am going through. <laughs> yeah, and, and I- laugh. So like the Taylor Swift, like method of making stuff. Okay. See, first of all, don't <laughs> even. <laughs> okay. Meaner right now. Well, okay, because Taylor spoke out about this, and I really genuinely agree with her. She was saying, like, why is everyone giving me all the shit about, like, making songs about my exes? Like, everybody, every guy, John Mayer, uh, Kanye West, whatever, like, Bruno Mars, everybody's making songs about their relationships and their Mm. exes. I'm sure, like, they didn't you know pull us out of some non-existent experience you know and it is until she said it though i was like it was like a light bulb went off i was like yeah why are why is everyone giving her so much crap for yeah singing about her exes like her songs are so damn catchy yes yes (laughs) but so i mean i don't know wasn't it just like was it the gram was it the grammys or the oscars where um they had that hashtag where they're like encouraging um I guess more thought out questions towards women. Yeah. Because, yeah, right? Instead of just asking like who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Yeah, yeah. Like, didn't they have like some nail polish cam where they're just for women they just show off their nails and stuff? Oh, really? Yeah. And the then, manicure thing. Yeah, yeah. And oh, it's wow. like who are you dating and then why aren't you dating and who are you looking? Wait, and, like literally mm. like finger cam? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, I don't show, watch show, <laughs> watch that stuff. Yeah. Mm. And then and then they just started to have I forgot which actress or someone brought it up that like, hey, let's start why don't you ask us the questions that you're asking men? You yeah. Know? yeah. Which is like, why do you think, what do you think about the roles that you're given? You know, right. what would you want to mm-hmm. do in the future? What, what do you think about like, you know, just like well thought out questions that women actually, when you think about it, if you're not a woman, you wouldn't know. Yeah. And that women are speaking up about it because if you're not speaking up, up about it, then the men don't know that that's an issue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and that's my thing is like, I think, well, there's there's a whole thing going on with the whole feminist thing where like there's a lot of women who are saying like I'm not a feminist and yeah. they're associating that with something very negative right. and I mean it's, it's I not- I get it but I'm like come on are you serious right now like I get that certain people are trying to I I think twist the whole feminist thing into being like a man hating like right. well, that's not what that's about Which it's not equality. About, it's equality. equality yeah it's about being on the same level like. Having a seat at the table, as as um as, as Sean, Sean Mira say. says, yeah, having a seat at the but, table. Yeah, I mean that's a excellent segue, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing us back. Right? Yeah. yeah, no, I mean um we listen to we we're big fans of the the Bullet Train podcast. We listened to the first pilot episode that you were a yeah, part of. Yeah, with Ada. And you know we talk, you know, you guys talk about things you're talking about now. Like, why is it like a different frame when you're commenting on men doing videos and women doing videos? Like, mm. there's so many other things that come into play just because of preconceived notions or. 
things that people think are okay to say to one gender than the other, right? Right, like, mm-hmm. right. As someone who deals with it, you know, every time you upload a video or every mm-hmm. time you, you know, you appear or you do something like it's, is it getting better or is it like, you know, I mean, there's a lot more conversation about it now, right? Yeah, like, thank God. There's a lot more people talking about it, but. I think it's, I think it is, it's like, it's not better. Better? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, maybe my content is, I guess people accept it more and they, they're they kind of used to seeing, I guess, being like a girl kind of doing comedy skits that I'm getting like, I'm getting like, so my comments aren't as bad anymore. But I think when I first started, um, I was getting a lot of comments, like just kind of saying, just like, you know, of course, like, just how I like talked or just things like that. Like really things where it's like, well, why don't you look at the content? Like, why is it that how, if, if it, if it was a guy doing my videos, right. you guys would not judge me, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So that's, I do a lot like of a, the comments come, I'm really curious. Like, do they come from other females or like, I mean, you can't tell from every, no, they're, they're mainly males. Really? The ones that are negative are like all male. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the ones that I've seen are, like, there's, yeah, like, you know, like, the comments will, like, they they do, like, affect me here and there, but I just see them as, like, okay, well, it's people just like to hide behind a computer and write whatever they want. But, yeah, it's mainly just, like, you know, of course, like, the way I look or just, just, per- like, pervy comments, pervy comments yeah, you know, okay. and yeah, that's yeah. what, like, but, yeah, mainly it's guys that are, I guess, attacking me on YouTube just kind of with their comments. And that's why sometimes I don't read comments sometimes on YouTube, which yeah, sucks because yeah. sometimes there are good ones. Right. Where right. someone's just like, oh, you inspire me and whatnot. And the ones that are inspiring, like, are girls, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's very be one of my comments. Yeah. I feel like that's why I'm saying it to your face because I don't want to have to make you sift through all that garbage. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that pisses me off a lot that mm-hmm. you have to deal with that. I mean, power to you for still pushing through. This is what mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, there's there's a lot of different hardships when you're going to be in entertainment or whatever you're going to pursue, but particularly entertainment where you're putting yourself out there. It's right. your creativity. It's you. Mm-hmm. You're and again, like props to this girl right here because she writes, you direct, yeah. you act in it, you thank edit, you. like everything herself. Yeah, yeah. I, that's friggin' amazing. Yeah, and thank she you, still has been doing that. Yeah, like, now mm-hmm. she's LA seeing it. I'm just like, girl, how do you? She's like <laughs> always on the grind. I was like, let's go get yeah. food. No, I have, I have a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. By her free time, <laughs> by herself. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta shoot. Actually, like I gotta do vlogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Thank and you, thank and you. then being in the YouTube world for so long, it's so rare to find someone like Linda. You know, mm-hmm. and um, in the podcast with uh, Bullet Train, um, really, when they asked me to be in the podcast, they were sh- one of Ada's first questions to me were like, "Oh, can you name all the like, you know, not just women on YouTube, but just content creators on YouTube, right. you know?" And I, re- I was just like, I said, Linda, mm-hmm. I said maybe Arden, mm-hmm. you know, um, and for sure Anna Akana, mm-hmm. and everyone else, like. mostly our makeup gurus you know makeup Mm -hmm. or fashion which is great right right? like you know they they also deal with their own stuff there yeah i'm sure Mm -hmm. but if you're talking like exclusive just content creators writing like their own skits and shorts and putting their own thoughts out there it's just not even on five on one hand i can't even count them right Mm -hmm. are are there any I'm sure I feel bad. I'm, I feel yeah. like I'm missing someone. So I'm yeah. gonna be like, um, excuse me. So yeah, well, please. Like, oh. Yeah, if I you hope have that suggestions people, for podcast real. Podcast at collaboration.org. Seriously, or tweet us. us. <laughs> no, like, let us yeah. know for real. Like, I want this to be a, like a conversation starter so that we can find other people yeah. that are mm-hmm. doing this because I want to see it. We're gonna start a a list. A yeah, playlist. we should. Yeah, we should. I, I feel mm-hmm. like there are um 
women who are trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's that's where um I haven't found you yet or there's just like you know they made one video and it just kind of stopped. stopped. That's why yeah. I, yeah, and see that's like that's what I'm learning through being around being in LA and like being surrounded by all these content creators like understanding the hustle and the yeah. amount of work to stay an active channel and that's yeah. the thing it's it's a it's a lot of work i think maybe there i'm not sure what people think out there but if it's an unknown world to you you might think like oh wow like they just sit around making videos mm-hmm. all day and yeah like they're but like it's, bro do you understand how much work that is yeah like, well, no, i think people think on for youtube it's just you turn on a webcam and there you go you yeah, know no. mm-hmm. but it's not i mean if you look at content nowadays if you're talking about how youtube has evolved mm-hmm. like everything's so well produced right like, you just can't put up a webcam and be like that's fine. Unless you're a major YouTuber or something so different. <laughs> but at the beginning, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, but exactly. we've, we've come far since exactly. that. Well, there's right. not even yeah. that. Like, so different content is different, right? There's, it's, it takes a completely different set of skills to set up a webcam and like stream uh, playing yourself playing a game and like putting together a skit where you have multiple shots yeah. you have timing you have music sound you have and sound you gotta sync up right. the words with the audio like that mm-hmm. takes like just mad skills even like you know um, Minji's working on a secret um, short film project but you know mm-hmm. just 10 minutes will take like what like a lot of hours like days yeah. to yeah. do yeah. You know? and then finding a venue working with no budget right and get actors and right. uh, crew <laughs> yeah and so that's what YouTube is now, right. it really is like, and that's why it's like Linda who does everything herself is unheard of, you know? Right. Um, and I think so, it's yeah. genuinely like really inspiring, you know, for people to not only do what you're doing, but kind of going back to the, the point I was making earlier, is just like what you have to deal with after you put in all this work yeah. and after you put in all this creativity and like put yourself out there and then you get all this like, stupid bs for real like (laughs) but like that's the world we live in and that's like the challenge that you're overcoming and that that's what makes you inspirational because i really i can completely understand why someone be like i deal with that like no thank you yeah i'll do something else you know i'll Mm -hmm. write a blog or whatever and by all means like i'm not judging people who do that but it's hard to Mm -hmm. yeah to do that put your face behind your work yeah exactly Yeah. yeah i think yeah like putting my face um what oh, I just like lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm like something face. my face. face. Putting your face out there. Yeah. So put, there, there you go. Yeah. Putting my face go. out there. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I got you, girl. I was like, what am I going with this? Um, but yeah, no, it's like exactly like just putting my face on um, out there and just creating content and even like trying to. For me, like I post videos every week, and I think a lot of people don't understand where it's like I have to try to be relevant every yeah. time. Like I have to try to put really like 100% videos every time and so sometimes I get comments where they're just like well this video is not good as this video and that was not good that video and I'm just like you know how hard it is to like maintain that I guess that image of being like I guess a certain way and stuff so it's like I don't think a lot of people think about that where it's like Taylor Swift for example like if they're like oh her songs aren't like great anymore it's like well you know how hard it is for someone to yeah. stay relevant? Right. You know, you know right. that's freaking hard. It's yeah. like reinvent yourself, but then stay the same and yeah. then change. Yeah, know? it's like, it's, it's impossible. Yeah. I can confirm that her songs are still very catchy. <laughs> <laughs> her songs are, I love Taylor Swift. T. Sweezy is on my, on my regular rotation. The amount of times he mentions her name lately has gone up. Are, so. you, like, are you like a, what are they called? Are they like Swifties? No. <laughs> it's just, okay, so Swifty, here's the you? thing, like, 
what is it? It's like, okay if you are. Phil's one. Yeah, just let it out. <laughs> it's okay. I'm He's not like, well, I don't actually. So, um, my uh, my auxiliary port on my car has been broken the last few days. So I had to, I've been having to listen to the radio. The radio. Wow, that and they like play a really her songs. Long explanation they play her songs why. like every two seconds. So I'm like, okay. She's I know on every station. Now, yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm like, mm, this is catchy. Hey man, if you like her song, just just say it, man. It's, it's okay. We don't I, judge. I'm we not don't denying hate, it. <laughs> I'm not denying it. Yeah, we're entering that the, phase where like guys can really be open about no, that. No, the thing is like so being they, they know all the lyrics to Mariah Carey and everything. <laughs> so no, the thing is like being in collaboration and being like kind of, you know, a lot of my like heavy rotation songs are like people from the community. So like Go, Dan, um, all their music. So uh, it's, you know, I think I catch up on pop music every like once a year. So that was this past week. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I kind of I, I like to keep Marvin in the pop culture loop. Like this is Ellie Goulding. <laughs> no, She's you don't. The- All you play is nineties music. <laughs> no, I don't. As rightfully Why? so. That's good music. It is very yeah. good music. We were we were cleaning to the nineties. Like John, are my roommates right there? But uh, we were cleaning last week. We just blast nineties music, and it made oh the cleaning God. experience so yeah. much more enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> like we could clean all morning. <laughs> what else do we need to scrub? Oh my gosh. Oh man, you want to come over to my house? I'll just play some 90s music. <laughs> you, you and John? Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Hang out at Linda's house. Vacuum. I'm like, fun, isn't it, guys? Isn't <laughs> No, she'll be out in the side. Like, we'll clean so that Linda can make more skits. Yeah. That's all she you. does in her time. That's, that's true. That's all I do. All I think about. Your skits should just be you being all like prim and proper, like aristocratic while they're cleaning. Like, <laughs> clean up the, we have food food. the corner there. And like, you missed a spot. My, cat missed a needs, spot. my cat needs a like, Do you want me to play another Mariah Carey? I'm gonna stop it if you're gonna stop me. Pour me some. I love the accent you just brought on there. She got very regal. Panther milk. I I would like to drink (laughs) only from panthers. (laughs) Panther milk. What is this from cows? Oh my god. Who drinks (laughs) cows? That's weird. (laughs) That is weird. Well, now we're having almond milk. We're in LA. It's a land of like almond milk and hazelnut milk and soy milk. I demand the finest of kale milks, please. Oh god, that's ultra ultra LA. That's just (laughs) juice, my friend. Juice. Um, so actually it's, uh, what was I going to say? I had, a, I had a thought too, and now I'm brain farting. Um, oh, what I was going to ask was <laughs> how the videos for, for you have changed because you've been in LA for the last few months. Right. And like, um, kind of touched upon that when we were, we were catching up the other day and, you know, is there a difference between how you've been producing since you've got here and like the mm. environment honestly i'm very because i've only been in la i've been in la less than a year and i definitely you know i had my thoughts about it before i moved here my preconceived notions my judgments just to be straight up and keeping it 100 um i just i, I really had my i'm from the bay area so we we judge la <laughs> heavily so to put this in context while minji did come from up north Linda came from further up further north. Further north. Yeah, you're from Canada. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm curious as to how that experience has been influencing your art. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think my channel has changed. Well, I guess for me, um, just my ideas of how to post up videos and whatnot has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just being surrounded by extremely talented like artists in general has made me want to make more stories and more thought out skits and things like that Mm -hmm. and also um i've been a lot more comfortable in just being myself more on camera that's why i've been making more vlogs and yeah it's funny because like a year ago like when i was in well less than a year ago when i was in like um 
Canada, it was um, I wasn't very comfortable like showing who I was, even though it 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 looked like I was, but I wasn't a hundred percent comfortable. But now being here, I would say it's changed a lot because I guess I saw just seeing everyone like being themselves and being real um, on camera here has made me comfortable being myself. So you're doing here. like the vlogging. So and I'm stuff doing more. yeah. I'm, I have a lot of ideas that are in the works where I'm going to be doing a lot of vlogging, just talking in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it's changed. And we bonded over because we were talking about relationships and we're talking about mm. how a lot of these things um, have influenced us. And it's just funny for me because sometimes I find myself, to be honest, like shying away from talking about stuff like that. Like it's, I guess it's kind of like the like ask me about something besides my dress thing. Mm. I'm like, there's certain things, right? Like certain stereotypical topics that everyone thinks that females sit around talking about like oh they just talk about makeup and hair and fashion and then relationships mm-hmm. stereotypes okay let's just be real to a degree have some truth to it i love i love fashion and i love yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. i love re- i'm obsessed with you know relationships and understanding them and mm-hmm. talking things through with my friends and whatnot right. that's not the sole content of all my conversations but there's truth to like girls talk about that right. mm-hmm. but we also talk about other things and i'm just curious like in terms of influencing the content that will ultimately be created, it's hard for me because I'm like, should I consciously stay away from it? But then, like, I don't want to be inauthentic because then I'm not talking mm-hmm. about stuff that I really care about. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right, I feel like right. in order to to fight that stereotype, right. you're going to try, like, building an alternate you that, like, oh, all I don't care about relationships. I just talk about, you know, being an entrepreneur and work. And, you know, mm. I also work on cars. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that, that pushback to the stereotype. Right, right. Well, um, I mean, we see that in, you know, when we meet, you know, Asian Americans from not from the West Coast, you know, sometimes like, you know, being growing up as the only Asian around you, like in Indiana or whatever, to get away from the stereotypes, kind of just push it yeah, as you, far as yeah, as possible, you like you reject know? it, and yeah. you're like, I am the anti-stereotype. I'm everything but that. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, mm-hmm. right. And so it's just an interesting. Well, I see that with just Asian Americans, yes, but also with with being female. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't want people to think that all I care about are looks and love and blah 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 blah. blah. So mm-hmm. I'll try to. I find myself just. I'm just being honest like i'll try to steer away from that sometimes right Mm -hmm. right. talk to me about real stuff relationships are real like Mm -hmm. you know everyone goes through them yeah yeah Yeah. and i think they're very relatable Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm just thinking out loud no no i i like didn't want to interrupt you but i like no i totally feel you because like you know um having that image and I think it stems from your own head from like what does this say about you what does this say about women you know Mm -hmm. but I think after, well, I'm 30. So, like, now I'm just kind of like, hey, you know what? I don't care. Today I'm going to talk about <laughs> eyeliner. I want to know what you did with your eyes. Tell me, you know, and that makes me sound a certain way. That's totally on that person. Because to me, I'm just, hey, I just want to know. That's part of my life, you know? <laughs> but then tomorrow I may not want to talk about it. And then that's, yeah. just, that's just me. And I feel like when you do voice that or you just stay authentic to who you are. Yeah there's a lot of girls out there who totally relate to that, you know, because they are half girly and half not, you know, and in some aspects that make them quote unquote girly and then some that don't, you know? Right. And there's no, we shouldn't have to like be defined a certain way. And the only reason why we would feel that way is just stuff that we pose on ourselves versus like, and how we think other people view us. Right. But you know, it's like you get to a certain age, it's like, I don't care. I mean, I'm definitely the girl. I'm the same, you know, I'm getting to that age very, very shortly. And that's, it's a refreshing part of, of 
reaching that age and have having experienced that that's what kind of what makes it like i'm like dude screw my 20s i'm over it because it was a it was a lot of like, like i'm 20 i know but <laughs> see 20. but you don't seem like it <laughs> like you're you're already at 30 girl <laughs> but that's you know enjoy it and i hope now that she's giggling i, I hope that you're the conversation dumb dumb things in your 20s well i'm hoping that these types of conversations and the people that will share and listen to things like this and hopefully have more conversations like this will reduce the amount of you know self-doubt that's it just it it really that's the biggest thing that kind of astounds me right now is like how much time i spent questioning how you should it should what i should say and how i should say it and you know and right god man who cares like seriously now i'm like i don't even care see but then like i wonder which um marvin you could tell us your insight on this but like as women, do we go through that more? Like, is it because we overthink it or because we're brought up a certain way of how, like, women should act? I'm, I mean, I know men, like, as boys, you guys are taught to be a certain way, how boys should and shouldn't. Uncertainty is all around. It's part of being young. I mean, thinking back at what stuff I thought about when I was, like, 21, 22, like, I was an idiot, too. I was insecure. Like, I think everyone goes through the same things. I think the way we address it, when we're younger, or when I was younger, like, I let society, culture kind of shape what I right, did more right. than what, you know, what I want. Now, now that I'm older, I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do yeah. what I want. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, as as young girls, girls, I'm saying, like, you know, when, you know, we're five, six, I'm growing up, and it's like, oh, little girls should do this. And boys always kind of got that blanket statement of boys will be boys, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So if they're crazy, they're crazy. If they're not, whatever, just let them do. But then girls at least when I grew up, it was, like, very specific in terms of what I couldn't do and what I could do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always felt like... But a lot of it makes sense now that I'm older where, like, you know, you're not allowed to stay over because I'm a, I'm a girl and I understand, like, you know, the safety concerns and all that. But then that plays into subconsciously, like, as an adult, there's certain yeah. roles that you, as a woman, can or can't do. Right. Shouldn't, shouldn't do. I mean, that mm-hmm. reminds me of, I think it was either a Super Bowl commercial or some sort of commercial where they were talking about, like, they're trying to get girls into STEM programs, right? Mm-hmm. Science, technology, engineering. And they're showing, like, this like this little girl growing up, constantly being told, like, oh, don't get your, your dress dirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, give that to your brother. And, like, whatever. Things like that. And then kind of just saying, like, um, I think statistic is, like, only about, like, like, a very low number of girls make it through STEM programs or enrolled mm-hmm. in it because they're like discouraged from it and things right. like that. Right. There's a lot of, I feel like a lot of really subtle, some subtle, some not, like some blatant, like you shouldn't do that. Like, oh, you know, oh, right. how do you really want to do that? Like, like be a lady. Like, like you know, be a lady. Like, yeah. like I was constantly told that I'm clearly a very outspoken, loud little person. <laughs> and um, I was a really big tomboy for a large portion of my childhood. Funny enough though, like no one ever gave me grief about being a tomboy mm-hmm. for that because that age, I think, because it was like when I was like five to about 10, right. I was very, very tomboyish. I wore my brother's clothes and no one had an issue with that. I think if I had carried that behavior on mm. into like adolescence, mm. probably raised some eyebrows. I don't right. know. Right. Um, but it's funny what's allowed at certain times, but always the messaging. And I actually realized this really recently that my my grandmother in particular, who fed me a lot and took care of me, um, everything that I did like in, in Korean, she's like, um, like you have to eat this to be pretty. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Like, and mm-hmm. I never thought about that until right. really recently. I was like, oh my god! Like, I grew up, everything that I ate, did, like you know, right. sleeping. She used to tell me about wrinkles when I was five, like telling me to wear sunscreen so I wouldn't get wrinkles. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
mm-hmm. a lot of this value was placed on like my goal in life is to be pretty right right, right. and to like mm-hmm. get a man and get a man yeah. to marry you ultimately mm-hmm. so you can yeah. create babies Here's the thing, too. See, like, at, at 30, I'm just kind of like, okay, you know what? Relationships are so important. And to find a partner who loves and respects you and, like, you know, be, like, your ride or die through life. Like, hell yeah. I'm all about that. Right. But, and maybe that's, again, but that's, like, the main message that subtly and not so subtly I'm, like, mm-hmm. programmed to right. believe. Like, right, my yeah. value is based on how pretty I am, what kind of guy I can get. You know, and I don't blame my grandma, but it's, it is what it is. I'm just calling it out. Cause. It is, it is, yeah. I I often, as a kid, um, not even just through my parents, I, I actually just brought this up to my mom yesterday. She's like, I don't remember saying that. But, um, <laughs> You're lying. Yeah, you know, and then I, for sure for my, for my aunts and for my grandma, it was like I wasn't, like at a certain point in high school, I just kind of stopped caring about grades and I just didn't study as hard. And I got to a certain point where my, where my family was just like, you know what? Okay, if you're not so good at like, you don't get into a good college, you don't get a good job, it's okay, just marry a man who's rich, you know? And then, I mean, they said that half jokingly, but it was kind of like the fallback. Yeah. It's like, it's mm. fine. And t- at the time, you don't really think about it, but now, like, as a grown adult, like that message that you send out to young women mm-hmm. is just so dangerous. Mm-hmm. It really is, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's the scary thing where people don't realize that at the time. Like, you, those seeds get planted and you don't realize it until yep. as an adult you start doing things and start making decisions and you realize those aren't even my thoughts. Those are right. even come from me. Right, You know, exactly. why am I even doing this? And I think um, bringing it back to YouTube, you know, I feel like, <laughs> you know, having that voice or that message from a woman's perspective um, – it's so important because that it's kind of missing on on this platform. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of subconscious or just like su- like subtle views on how women should and shouldn't be through other YouTube channels that right. aren't blatant. You know, we're not saying like, oh, you have girls have to dress a certain way to be attractive, and you have to have big boobs and like you know sleep around and stuff, but at least in the Asian American like right, YouTube right, right, community. Right. But there's still a certain stereotype of how uh Asian women should be, you know, and right. to be attractive to the to males. To you the know? male gaze. Again, yeah. another I go on days on But um and that's I don't think people and especially younger people are aware of that. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And for me, to be honest, because I live and breathe that every single day, I'm aware of it. And I am, like, the only female in Wang Fu. And um, a lot of times, and, I mean, Wang Fu definitely has that, like, they are just nice guys. They're nice guys, you know? And mm-hmm. um, so you wouldn't think that type of stuff, like, we would have conversations about that. Uh-huh. But being the type of woman I am, I'm very outspoken, right? Yeah, <laughs> I find, you know? <laughs> and, like, you feel a certain way where, you know, like, a... A, a woman's role is written a certain way and or they say something and I'm like that's not that's not how a girl reacts for real you know? yeah, mm-hmm. right? Uh. yeah right okay thank you because like when I'm the only girl that says that they're just like no I think See, you invite me over. You invite me over next time you had. I'll kick it with you guys. I love them. I love all of them. You know, like really props to like everything that they've done. But it's again, because I have brothers. You know what I'm saying? And again, I don't hold it like it's just not their life. So I don't like 
I learned that my whole lifetime. Like they just they don't live it. So it's what it is what it is. But someone's got to say it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I got your back. Yeah, say it. Set a brainstorm for a new um, YouTube series. So women react to white people. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> So my channel's called yeah, Indie, <laughs> and um, I'm gonna have a bunch of girls as a call out to all the uh, females from uh, <laughs> Voice Canyon. But no, I totally agree with Christine. Like, I never really thought about it um, until like now, and then you were talking about it. Yeah, like growing up, my parents were always like, "You have to, you know, marry like a rich man and whatnot." But like, when you really think about it, it's like, why can't I be that rich person? Why right. can't I be successful? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I have mm-hmm. to fall back on somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that just really opened my mind. Like, I definitely when i have kids i'm gonna be like you know you be that successful person like don't look for a rich person you know it's yeah and i I know where that's coming from from a parent's perspective it's just like they want you to be well taken care of and have a good life yeah Yeah. but it's just the message that sends out it's just Mm. yeah when you grow up with that subconsciously you're thinking like oh maybe i'm not so good at certain things maybe right. i shouldn't it's try that, so hard it's that yeah. question mark yeah. like there's certain people honestly i've met a lot of different kinds of people in my lifetime and there's a lot of people that are truly um self-aware and very intelligent and they're very kind of like they got a good grasp of who they are and then they kind of go and run with it right Right. then i met people who honestly should take a second to think about like (laughs) what is coming out of their mouth but they just say because they have the confidence to because and a lot of it and just saying a lot of these people that i've met a lot of them are men because they and i'm not a man hater but there are many men that i feel like I envy their confidence when I'm like, how are you so confident yeah, when you yeah. don't even, you're not even saying anything that adds <laughs> to the conversation, but you're just saying it with such, you know, yeah. but I'm like, how come I have things I want to say, but I don't have like, and I'm an outspoken person, yeah. but I feel like there's, there's like a pause where I'm like, should I say that? Yeah. There's like mm, a filter mm, mm, that, yeah. that and then you okay. say it anyways. Well, now I do. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And mm. how many conversations and how many things are missed out? You know, how many missed mm. opportunities yeah. are there yeah. for smart young women or anybody, you know what, you know, for anybody who sits there and like questions the the validity of what they're saying the right. intelligence of what right. they're saying mm-hmm. and when you're sitting and I'm not I'm not saying this about like my current situation but mm-hmm. just like when you're sitting in a room where it's mostly guys right like and it's just kind of like if, if you're sitting in a room with mostly white people and you're the only Asian person and you're speaking up for your culture and they're just not they don't understand right because they're just like what I, I don't think that there's an issue you know or I don't I right. think that's fine you know yeah um you start feeling like, wait a sec, is there something wrong with me? Right, exactly. Yeah, is, am I the only one that, okay, then maybe I shouldn't speak up as yeah. much. You know, I'm causing, like, issues here when everybody else in the room thinks that there's none. But there is. Yeah. <laughs> there is. Yeah. It's just that there's not, it's in numbers. And I think, like, for women, maybe because the conversation is just getting started, maybe because YouTube has been around for for enough time now that you can see that, like, look at the stats. Like, there's, like, Linda, and then there's all these other guys on, like, YouTube, and then, you know, so it's like, there's there's an imbalance here. Why? Why is that? You right, know? right. Well, and then there's the whole thing where, like, so, so I went to business school, and, like, we talked about, like, leadership power and all that stuff. It's like, when, when a male's in charge, like, right. being in charge is, like, masculine manly power is, like, to be respected, but mm. when you, when it's a woman in that seat of power, then you get, like, words like bitchy and things like right. that. And especially, like, Bossy. you know, um, you know, we talked about Jenny Yang's um, Asking Asian video. And a lot of the comments are just about her tone. Like, why is she so, like, like oh, high yeah. and mighty? Like, things like that. Like, you know, it's, it's not about, like, you know, like, oh. Her you know, humor. Her humor or whatever. It's about, like, like, 
like why is she yeah. all like yeah. uppity about stuff yeah you know? right. it's it's like all in all it's like if you had a guy to play that role right. would would the comments be the same i think a yeah. lot of people just need to realize that yeah. yeah, and it wouldn't be the same for sure. That's just like the truth. It wouldn't be. You put you put Eugene up there. Everyone's like talking about how hot he is. Yeah, you know? they're like, mm-hmm. look at him speaking the truth, and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, know, it's like, what? and we do. I love Eugene, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if so I have a moment of science for his hair, cut it today. <laughs> no, it looks hot, Eugene. <laughs> your hair looks good. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, you know, I felt that with collaboration too. I mean, I've been in leadership positions since like high school, doing things in in school and at uh, in college and whatnot. And you know, it's funny. A lot of things seem so much clearer in retrospect because, like, again, you're just like you're living it, so you don't really like. You're not always like analyzing everything. You're just kind of going through it. But then like I realized later that I was really angry about a lot of things. And I would kind of reflect back on like, well, why did I like I remember commentary and things that pissed me off. Like my friends um, from UC Berkeley. I love you guys. But this was annoying. Okay, this is freaking (laughs) so stupid. Calling you out because this was dumb. They used to call me Manji. That was my name. So like I was president of, of CASA. Right. The Korean American yeah. Student Association. And that was my name. Like they call me Manji yeah. because like I had a certain demeanor because I would, you know, get down to business and like whatever. Wait, was mm. that, that's a compliment? Is that a compliment? Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. like I was like and then I didn't think about it till years later. I was like, yeah. why am I a man if I'm like because they were saying it like yeah. lovingly. Yeah. It was like a loving like we respect you joke. But I was like, if I'm a good leader. Yeah, why, why am be- I a man? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's very subtle. And at the time, I was like laughing. I was like, yeah, yeah. But it was kind of was like obnoxious. I was like, shut up, whatever. But like later, I'm just like, that's that's ridiculous. And if it was my daughter, again, I put a lot of context. Like, if this is my child, right. and if she was a leadership role in whatever, and people are like likening that to being the man, mm. I'd be like. You know, like, yeah. give him the finger. Like, that has nothing to do with being a man. She's a strong woman, so you should. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that, like it's mm. things like that. That's like um, like Saboy. Mm-hmm. That's her. Well, that's why her name is Saboy. Boy. Really? Is because people were saying like she was really tough, and how she acted was really boy like, and that's, that's why, why her name's that. Sunia, yeah, and that's why she's like a rapper, and she was like really like you know tough and everything, and that's why her name is Saboy. Yeah. Wow. Her name is her real name is Sue. Oh. But they put boy in it, so that's her rapper name. Oh. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, so like when you're saying that, I'm just like, yeah, that's true. It's like the boy man is like to add, like people call you that to saying like, oh yeah, you're, you're tough now, you know? And it's You like, got street cred because yeah. you're boy. Yeah. It's, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's like you have to, as a woman, be on the man's level and kind of like speak up for yourself and have all these like men leadership qualities about you but then when you take on that role and you try to step up it's like you're kind of frowned upon because it's like know your place and you know yeah like mm. that's not how a woman should act yeah so you're kind of caught in between i think for at least now in today's time i, I hope by your child's age you know your daughter <laughs> won't won't get that anymore but i think it's because of conversations like this and having women not apologize right for like having those it's like so what if you are like so what if you know what you want, you know, yeah. and you speak your mind and yeah. you, you don't have to explain yourself, you know, yeah. it's just, this is mm-hmm. how I think, this is why I think, because like, honestly, when a man does it, that's just, you just take it. You're like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but when a girl does it, yeah, it's being, it's being pushy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I think that's just society's perspective. Especially when they disagree. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. When they're like, well, I don't know if that's a good idea. What about if we did blah, blah, blah. 
like (laughs) you know we're transition though it's definitely but like the conversation has to happen so you know people are aware when you hear about stories like you know like um two people with the same job getting paid very different things because of what gender they are gender color i mean we're still in a very discriminatory thing it is what it is i mean i'm not saying that to be complacent about i'm calling it out because you can't like numbers don't lie Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's a statistic and it's true Mm -hmm. it comes from real people and real lives and like i don't know it's just it's all very infuriating but i'm glad that people are are feeling more vocal about it and it's funny i feel like we're in this constant comment and youtube is kind of a reflection of that because there it's it surfaces all of these trolls right Mm -hmm. and and it's funny well like danny cho was talking about danny cho is a a comedian and actor and he's like you know what i don't want people to be all passive aggressive about it i want if they're gonna be racist like be upfront about it so that i can say something back at you like he doesn't you know what i mean so he's like in that way he looks at it in an interestingly positive way of like if people are gonna be you know complete like human garbage (laughs) it's the only way i can really put it Mm -hmm. well then we can address it at least. Right, right. It just sucks that it's like a friend of mine now, you know, Linda has to deal with like putting up <laughs> funny skit that she worked her butt off on, get like whatever. So I really mm-hmm. do hope that that stops and that decreases. Like, however, we can. Well, I'm hoping we, we're, we've given her like tons of material to work from now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you inspired right now? <laughs> yes, I am very inspired right now she's like well that was so convincing <laughs> well you know you know i know i do this a lot where i say things and it doesn't sound like i mean it but i think <laughs> I, I actually do mean it like I, I i've been called out so much for it they're like you didn't, you didn't sound like it. i'm like no that guy she's our audrey plaza, Aubrey plaza. yes yeah. oh my god i, love I feel her. like when i'm thinking so much my emotions doesn't show yeah, it's, it's like right now. Head right now, I'm like I'm yeah. thinking so much. Yeah, so excited right now, guys. No. <laughs> no, can so you excited. feel the vibe right now? Energy. <laughs> it's but no, yeah, no. It's there's, yeah, there's just a lot. To, yeah. I I feel like okay. One last thing. I know that we're like going. I I'm not apologizing. It's just time wise. I'm not apologizing that the over, like we're talking about it too much. Just time, but whatever. I don't care. Um. <laughs> It's funny because we're, we've been focusing a lot on YouTube because that's the world that both of you live in day to day. But it's funny because I actually just read this. Uh, I think it was Hollywood Reporter. I that sounds it, really good on the podcast, by the way. What? The tapping. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's ASMR. I could talk about that all day. Um, but I, I read this article from Hollywood. I believe it's Hollywood Reporter, but it's about Rachel McAdams. And so somebody wrote a feature on her saying why Rachel McAdams never became a movie star. Mm. And it's really interesting because oh. I didn't know what that was about. I just read that. I love Rachel McAdams. So I opened the article yeah. and it ended up being about women in Hollywood. And I didn't know that that's the topic of this article. But it was like this. It was kind of like a statistical analysis about films like the big blockbuster major budget films breaking down how many of those had any significant roles for women how if they had any lead roles for women where they were like the central focal point of the story Mm -hmm. or pivotal to the storyline or whatever and it was just like it's it's been shrinking like drastically and they're saying like out of like this last year the number of films that were like literally like four leading men and again i love good actors and i have nothing against these great actors but the story it's like you take a step back and you look at what story that's telling right. that all these giant, all the money's going to fund these films um, written specifically for these complex, very well-developed, exciting male characters and like one for a female. Right. It says something, you know what I'm saying? So 
we're, we're, we're coming from an experience of like with YouTube and new media and then Asian American, like that experience. But it's, it's part of a bigger conversation going on right now in general. Right. And again, I'm not man hating. I'm like, this is the numbers don't lie. And it's saying something very specific. And it's interesting for me as somebody who wants to become an actress and be in all these great films. Well, like, are they even there? Are they going to be there for me to audition for? It seems like right. increasingly, no, slim pickings. You know what I mean? Right. So no, that's I, just, yeah. Um, I was watching, which I'll send to you guys. Um, it's like, uh, it was an interview. It was a panel at, I forgot which film festival, but it had Mindy Kaling, it had mm-hmm. Len- Alina Lena Dunham. Um, I thought you were going to say Lena Dong. Lena Dong. Lena Dong. Lena Dong. You were trying to say like, Lena. Lena. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kristen Wiig. And then I forgot her name that wrote um, Orange is the New Black. And then so they were asked these questions too where it's like um, being that like, you know, women are the minority in Hollywood. Did they feel like getting into the industry? Um, did they feel... And, and especially these women, because they're very, they're very, you can't really classify them. They're not like a Rachel McAdams, you know? Mm. They like, you know, put Kristen Wiig up there. It's just like, she doesn't really fit into a lot of these like, you know, female actress roles. She's like that relatable funny girl. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, yeah. yeah. But kind of just like weird and silly yeah, and stuff, but, right? Yeah. Um, and then they, they were just asked about their experience and how do they feel as being, because a lot of them were like started off as female writers, you right. know, in their rooms. And then they realized that, you know, they couldn't change the system, so they started writing things for themselves. Mm-hmm. And all the roles that they've been doing exactly have been, like, stuff that they wanted. To, so they, they just said that they wrote the roles that they wanted to be in, right. you know? And then now they, now they have, like, their own shows and, like, movies and stuff like that, right? right? Yeah. But even then, they are still competing for that showtime. But, like, that's their answer. And I feel like that's so relatable. <laughs> Sorry, I keep bringing it back to YouTube. But, you know, yeah. YouTube is for Asians. For Asians, it's like it's such a great tool because, like, if you're not given the opportunity, then make it yourself. Make it, yeah. Yeah, you know, like. Who, like. And then you have cold, hard numbers to back it up. You know, these right. are how many people are looking, like, watching me. You exactly. Know? And then that's something that I mentioned in the other podcast where it's, like, talking to a lot of these, like, Asian-American actresses or actors um, who aren't getting a lot of auditions who are getting a lot of roles because there's just not enough role, Asian roles out there, right? Mm-hmm. So um, just encouraging them to just like, hey, be like an art and show and like start your own YouTube channel and do your own things. Like mm-hmm. if you're good at singing, if you're, you know, you want to, you're into sketches and stuff like that, like use it as a tool, build your own platform, build your own like like fans and and, and then you have something to go by. You know, right. now Arden, like, seeing that, you know how they're they're doing, like, a live action of Mulan? Yeah. You heard of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. We like, Arden actually, like, has a pretty good chance because she has a fan base. Mm. She, Which they like, look for. Yeah, Disney that's can the see reality. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and mm. that's going to make her stand out beyond other actresses that, you know, who kind of have a name in there, but not, you know, mm-hmm. so. I think Minji's already called that role, though. Oh, I'll be the it. unknown, the absolutely <laughs> unknown, undi- completely undiscovered. Yeah, I'm gonna Linda, throw Linda. Yeah, Linda. No, I'm mm-hmm. Linda. Well, I kind of look like Milan so you know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be all about that. That would be the funniest live action movie ever. Hell um, yeah, would that be awesome? Like, Linda can't even run, man. But that's that's funny. You know, the, the biggest reason why I started YouTube was what Christine said was because 
I was trying acting when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't being casted and whatnot. And I'm just like, well, also, like, I don't want to wait for yeah. to be casted. I want to mm-hmm. do my own stuff. And that's one of the reasons why I had content out there and wrote my own things and was able to kind of showcase my kind of like work like that good for you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think the whole <laughs> this is like the cheesy but like collaborating um <laughs> was really what also helped elevate the asian american community because right. you didn't have just individuals like like what you've been doing and like you know having people in your videos that other people recognize because they do good work too and you guys get to just have fun and make a sketch together or whatever and honestly like I that is cheesy as it is as it is like I that warms my heart because I was like mm-hmm. it's genuine like teamwork mm-hmm. right you're making good stuff you're gonna make stuff that's funny you're not making garbage you're making funny meaningful you know thought-provoking things and you're doing with your friends but it's also like you're also helping each other out because you, it's not like a very ultra competitive like well it's only my channel and I can only you know mm-hmm. it's like right. no dude let's do something together mm-hmm. I love that yeah. that's what I think YouTube's been really fun to have that freedom to just make what do whatever you do want. whatever you, you want know? with yeah. whatever you feel like like yeah for me too it's like yeah like with just I guess with film and whatnot it's, it's a little different because it's kind of like well how many credits do you have how much this and that yeah, with the YouTube yeah. it's like a lot of I started a lot with YouTube and still do like with my friends like my close yeah, friends yeah. who aren't even like you know into acting and stuff and i just asked them like hey you guys down i think you'd be pretty funny for it so <laughs> a lot of it was just like seeing um their personality more so than what y- what do you have to right. be in this exactly film or something so exactly it yeah. is very genuine that's what i like again moving to la and getting to meet everybody and be around that environment more just to see how like how natural it is and it's not with the intent of like okay let's make each other big it's literally Mm -hmm. like no you're awesome so let's do something fun together right yeah it's like yeah i think you're pretty dope so you want to be my videos (laughs) (laughs) that's really how i think it's like i think your thug thug accent man america has changed me like i don't i did not sound like you did i saw them in your videos (laughs) yeah i don't even try to like yeah don't even play i've changed i've changed all right going up that like i want to get to at least one of our staff questions or else i'll never be able to no we haven't even gone through one no no we talked about we touched upon a couple of them yeah yeah Um, This one comes from Jennifer from Boston. Uh, She is for Linda, so she um, she wants to ask you about your transition from Canada to LA. Um, How was it for you? (laughs) That's why I'm still talking. She wants just wants to know. Like, I would imagine living in a completely different scenes is like difficult. So, uh, what advice do you have for people who are looking to have a change of scenery? Um, To be open to just everything not like bad stuff but Mm. just kind of be have an open mind and just be yourself like yeah for me like coming to LA um I think it's different because for me I genuinely just like talking to people and I think for me it was easier to kind of come to LA because that's how I was able to make friends because I genuinely like to know what people are doing and like you know make friends and just talk to people and so um and then that transition was easier for me just to kind of like be open and be like, oh, this sounds cool. Or like, I'm very curious about everything. And so I think, yeah, just have an open mind and not be like, oh, I'm going to stay home today and just, you know, just kind of just go out and just have fun. I feel like would be a good thing for just anyone traveling is just, I think, yeah, just kind of leave everything you have back at home and just start fresh and be like, no one really knows who you are here. You can be like a new person, be someone that you 
always wanted to be but you know because mm-hmm. no one's gonna be like oh what that's not you like you don't act like that so yeah <laughs> unless I you're think- putting out videos all the time which <laughs> <laughs> they might notice a slight change yeah but it's all good people change yeah Yeah. so where in canada are you from i'm from vancouver okay yeah so i think that's that's a big thing just traveling is like be open-minded yeah yeah and be bold Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is what i call you know i I, when i met linda i was just and hearing her story and finding out that she just kind of like came i'm I'm just gonna go to la just showed up showed up whatever yeah Yeah, no it's awesome like a stray cat I just want to point out this is the second the second podcast where we've had half Canadians, so we're taking over. Apparently. Whoa, so all these tough. all these foreigners coming in. <laughs> I'm actually, I was I was born in Toronto, but I moved here to the States when I was one. So okay, then culturally I'm barely Canadian. He keeps calling himself Canadian, so you know what? We're just gonna let Marvin call himself wait, wait, a Canadian singer. Oh Canada. Stay here? Oh. <laughs> We have that discussion later. Um, uh, it's after, a long after. story if you want to go into, but the, the short story is um, my aunt came here um, for grad school. She went to University of Cincinnati and um, was able to get sponsored. And so oh. my whole family got sponsored from that. Um, this whole thing about like, so um, my family is from Taiwan, but originally from China. And oh, they had to Taiwan. go over from the, yeah, from the, <laughs> from the Civil War. So um, there's this whole thing where all of my dad's older siblings were told to go abroad for school. Because there's always the worry that China would come and just like conquer Taiwan, mm. right? So to, Still pre- is. to preserve the family, like we like we spread out. Mm-hmm. So you have family in Thailand, in Canada, and um, in in the states. Mm. Um, and so that's how you know we were able to get sponsored. But it's a funny thing about um, we we're talking about. So I'm from San Gabriel, so oh. pretty close. And you know, growing up, you know, being Asian wasn't like a, like a thing. thing to be like a differentiator, right? Right. So right. my differentiator was that I was Canadian. So, <laughs> when you were one, when, when you was one, one. Okay, people Canadian. like being different. I still let's, have my passport, but <laughs> let's no, just so say this brings it like, back to a bigger thing. Everyone likes it's good to be different, guys. Well, there's a thing. Mm. So, <laughs> you know how like when you're young, people associate you with like things or like so you're Asian or you're you're whatever. For me, it was I was Canadian. So whenever someone mentions Canada, everyone turn around, look at me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He owned it that yeah. full year that he lived there. I think that's why I'm Can't still like. I think that's why I'm not naturalized because I still want to hold on to that like thing that makes me let like, it go, special. Marv. Let it go, Canadian. Yeah. But let I've been go. like, so I've been you know, visiting back home and getting getting um, reacquainted with the culture. You know, yeah, yeah. Nice. Putting some ooze in my in, we, my, in my language. Ooze? We got okay. Boot, so ooze. going back to staff questions, <laughs> we have one for um, for Christine from Lauren in San Francisco. From the Bay Area, and she's just wondering, like, from all the things that you've done with Wang Fu, and you know, just that whole journey of yours, is are there any particular ones that stick out to you? Do you see how um, these Americans just squash our Canadian talk right now? <laughs> I just did. So let's we're gonna talk about. We'll have our own oh, yeah. talk later on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just your Canadian, because you're one year. I think Linda's a legit Canadian. You were literally I've still been... answering, and she just like was okay. We're moving. I know. On. No. <laughs> This says a lot about our dynamic. I, I love it. I've actually been to Vancouver, but I've been to um the the <laughs> Alberta side of Banff. It's pretty beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everyone National go Forest. to Canada. It honestly is really beautiful. But Christine, <laughs> out of your projects, some with- Timmy Hortons. They have great. Oh my god! Can we not? <laughs> Marvin's over this Wong Fu stuff. He's like, let's just make this about. I Canada. want to talk about Canada. <laughs> We, you talk about it every single podcast. <laughs> well, it's not every day we have another Canadian here to. That's true. Talk. 
Well, like, we had Naomi. She's from Minnesota, so that's kind of like that's she's pretty, pretty much, much Canada. What? That's what she said too. <laughs> they talk like us. Anyways, going back <laughs> I to the that hasn't said anything about Canada. She's just like, oh, I'm like, gonna let you do you. Do you have anything you want to contribute? No, no, no. I'm good. I, I feel sweet. like I wasn't trying to see. Oh no, I was. I I wanted um uh. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Canadian pride? <laughs> yes. Yes. Canadian pride. All about it. Yes. Well, let the Americans okay. back to their questions. <laughs> back to the Americans. <laughs> Sorry. The question was, was the question? Um, <laughs> working out Wang Fu, was there a significant project or, you know, like. What was your favorite thing to do? Like, what was your favorite project? Um, you know, this really comes down to what you were saying about, like, YouTube and collaborating and just having that community, um, I guess heart and soul to it which is what really drew me to the asian american community in entertainment in general because it's just that camaraderie of like hey we're in it together i feel you you know and i think um my because we get asked this question a lot for me my favorite project was um homeward with uh like north yeah I was so I was like blinking out. I was like, she's like looking to him. She's like, what was it? What was it? What was it? I got you. North and Tayona, you know. And um, we went to New York to shoot it, and it really because um, Wang Fu and Magnetic had done like one of their first music the video. The first one, yeah, the um, yeah. Drift Away was exactly, one of and that was old school, you know. And then so I think um, Homeward was like after quite a few years, and. Um, it just felt so it just felt like you're working with your family and these like i literally just met like magnetic north like and tayo not the first time we went over but it was just it was just such a like you know oh we'll help you find a venue let's work on this together how do we make this great and then the message if you go watch um the the music video it just feels like home it feels like family you know and um to me, that was the epitome of why I got into YouTube in the first place or got into this world. And no matter how far we get as Asian Asian Americans, and I know that YouTube is like taken off now, like Wang Fu, we're making, like we just made our own movie, you know, and a lot of doors are opening up to us for the industry. I just hope that we never lose that feeling of why we did it in the first place. Right. I mean, I hope like, you know, we go back and we, you remember that, you know, Phil started <laughs> off lip syncing, you know, that was his thing. That That's what people were excited about to see. And the heart of that was just like, hey, it's, just, it's an Asian face just like me doing something fun, you know. And um, so to this very day, I always keep that in mind whatever I do. And it's, it gets, oh, my God, it gets stressful. I mean, people are always like, I don't know, what do you do? You get to hang out with such nice guys, you know, and. I don't know what girl I like work that. yeah <laughs> I'm like it's stressful yeah. it's just, like right now I am like stressed I love this life but it's just there's there's a lot of work that comes with it you know yeah. and being like a producer and Linda you know you do everything behind the scenes there's a lot of things that people don't know like that go into play for making like this video and now that we just, I keep saying this movie right but it's just <laughs> it's just a, a lot of stuff you know and right. you can get yeah. lost in why, why are we doing this in the first place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that we yeah. caught you in the middle of this because, I mean, I remember I was reaching out to you and seeing if we could if fit even this podcast into your schedule. And I'm sure it's really crazy. <laughs> no, I'm super grateful because no, I, I hope that, you know, later on, whenever, you know, 
down the road when you're doing stuff it's really good to again have those touch points where you can like literally listen to yourself and Mm -hmm. be like oh yeah i remember i talked about it and that was right before the movie came out and do you know what i'm saying and like how many movies are going to happen down the road for you and you'll always we got you right (laughs) for the the first one and that's yeah and it's awesome (laughs) i really in the future just like i don't know you because you're gonna think i'm like damn i remember how stressed i was and how you know yeah how I was pulling my hair out, and that's honestly how I feel about collab. I mean, that never I goes weepy. away. Like we, um, like as like we're all producers here, essentially. You know, live events, we're live YouTube, event whatever. Producers, like, yeah. and like our job is really to make everything look easy, and that's I think that's the most frustrating part because people think it's easy because yeah. we're doing when our you jobs do a well. Good job, you know? It's yeah. like oh yeah, yeah. oh, it's you, like oh, it, everything was on fire back there. It looked fine up here. You only know about like people behind the scenes when when something goes wrong right it's yeah. like who are the organizers of this yeah, <laughs> yeah. Horrible job, oh you know? honey trust me we know <laughs> we know that feeling i mean i did collaboration for one year mm-hmm. and like there's just like collaboration is the like to me the perfect example of community you know because you guys are still doing it like grassroots and even though you guys have gotten so big and so global it's just the people the volunteer hours and just like putting just sweat and tears into this special shout out to christine kim because i know that she's just like that Mama girl collab. right yeah she's just it it's insane that you guys like still hold on to those values and continue to do that with every event that you do you know thank you so, yeah love you i try. love collab. Cry. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of collaboration for those of you listening in Boston, I know there's at least five of you guys. <laughs> Collaboration in Boston is coming up April 17th. You can get your tickets now. Um, you can check out. There's a link. If you go to www.collaboration.org, the featured post is of Collaboration in Boston. If you click on that post, you can get sent to another link to send you to buy the tickets. This is probably the easiest way. Or you can check Facebook. Yeah, there you go. Collaboration in Boston. That. Yeah. Um, for those of you in LA, we got a open mic coming up on um, April 15th at Copa Vida in Pasadena. So I love come, Copa Vida. Come by, yeah, check out right some great hood. talent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's other stuff, but that's further <laughs> down. So we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I'm just like, I'm getting all, all fuzzy. Yeah. Because I feel like this is a really important part. I think why I believe in collaboration so much is because it is, yes, about community. And it's also about giving people a voice a voice but like and and when they need it though because here's the thing when you think of entertainment you kind of again you you see everything that's already been made you didn't get to see all the effort that went into it right you get to see celebrities once they've like made it because like every publication is covering them and everybody wants to see them and everybody cares right there's so much before that do you know what i'm saying i'm really interested i'm very just um infatuated and fascinated by how did you even get there right i'm a huge fan of meryl streep but like when i think of like meryl streep was once just a girl at in college she went to yale i'm jeez but like (laughs) you know she's just a she's just a theater student you know what i mean and so and so (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, la jolla (laughs) go bears um but you know what i'm saying and like that to me is like and when I yeah. see where she's come, I'm like, where the hell did she start? Right. And so right. for me, it's like everyone starts somewhere. So it's really cool to in any way spark that confidence or that, you know, like maybe I can do it. Maybe I should do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah go do it. Go do it. Go do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to be that voice. I mean, in essence, you know, if you want to do something, do it. I think that's, yeah. th- that's, that's kind of the, 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 the people core at this table are like right? yeah. living that. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 Just do it, but just know that 
it's it a takes, hard journey. Yeah. It like, takes a lot of hard work. Like, yeah. Perseverance and then like people not, I mean, Linda does it, or she sees it on like, you know, comments and stuff. But in like for us, it's like whether it's your parents, whether it's your own self-doubt and yeah. stuff, you just yeah. got to like just go with your gut. Just do it. Try it, you know, mm-hmm. and then like it'll take you lots of places where you have no idea where you know you just got to make that first step and just keep walking yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and like when you're doing it too i think the biggest thing as artists is is keep going and remind yourself why you're doing it and and i feel like it's selfish to give up for yourself because you feel like yourself like oh i can't do this anymore but think of the people who believe in you and want to see you succeed you know that's that's Mm -hmm. how i kind of see it see i wish you had a baby (laughs) i ain't no baby Maybe oh, we have like drinks after this and getting yeah. so drunk. Guys. You have no idea. Oh, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just okay. kidding. I, I can't even drink. She's very, very wise. <laughs> but I feel like it's again comes from true experience. Like mm-hmm. I feel like when you get to say you you have the authority to say that because you've you've done a lot of things mm-hmm. and and some people again and I I honestly hope that our what we say is more universal than just Asian Americans yeah, and yeah. just female or, you know, whatever. Honestly, it's really interesting to, like, I've had conversations with people, like, even my parents' age and even, like, what my parents say to me now because my parents were telling me to quit collaboration for the longest time because they didn't see, like, the lucrative, secure point of it. Right, right. They're like, that's really nice that you care. But anyway, like, <laughs> get on yeah. to, like, getting yourself a, you know, high-paying job and whatever and some health Something benefits. Stable. And blah, yeah, you know? they're all about the health benefits which now that I'm 30 and getting older I can see why I could no I totally get it I completely get it but you know and I get why they've been so concerned but even like but again the conversation that comes out of it I feel you know they're slowly coming around and like even their friends like they tell their friends funny they give me crap but they brag yeah i said yes <laughs> oh, whatever let me have my daughter i'm like why would you say that to me yeah you hear all the nice things from their friends from yeah they're yeah. like oh my god your parents sent me this oh, photo of you I'm like i say what like, <laughs> they're telling me to quit this did you know that like yeah. but um you know but even they say like you know oh if i if i had you know, thought of things that way, or if I had that opportunity when I was your age, like, oh, it would have been so much different, you know? And I actually tell, like, my parents' friends, I was like, you know, you can always start over, like, do whatever you want, but, you know, like, I hope that it resonates beyond just age and... I would listen to old people podcasts. I feel like they'd have a lot of great things they have, to they're, share. Oh my gosh. Old people podcasts. (laughs) They got for real wisdom. Like, they got... yeah, I mean, at, at, at this point, like, I'm old enough to, like, to, like talk to my father and my, like, my grandparents about, like, just, like, what were things like when they were kids and, like, all of us in general, like, from, are from, like, our grandparents lived in a, in a era where it was just constant wars, mm-hmm. right? And those stories are really, really, like, if we talked about this before, those are really interesting stories that, you know, if we don't hear about them now, that they're just going to go away because, you know. So we should re- literally yeah. get them on podcasts. We should. So we can record them. My my brother's trying to record. Uh, he my great grandfather passed away a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. at ninety nine. He lived oh, a wow. long life, but my brother was trying to record, um, his life story. But it kind of well, he, we were there was distance, but it was also he was unable to speak as well. Mm. So it's kind of like that. That made us think. Oh, okay. Well, at least our grandma, she's still alive. So definitely like get her story down. You know what I mean? Like that's, we should take advantage. That's of funny because that. my mom actually has like audio files. Because my my grand my maternal grandfather was um. He was in the the army during World War Two. He was a um, radio op on a bomber. Dang! Right? So oh, wow. that totally distorted his ear, so he can't hear now. So all and he can't really see, but like he can talk. 
and he just like he sits there talk. and just tells stories and my mom just records all his stories yeah like, we don't even have excuses we yeah. have recorders with <laughs> yeah. us we have a computer slash recorder slash yeah. video camera right in our hands <laughs> Every moment of the day. Let's yeah. be real. No. Now I'm all inspired. I'm going to call, call my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves right now just to make that call. <laughs> I need to record important. your life story. Well, we have been going for about an hour and a half again. Okay. So See? Um, I think we, we should so st- we can probably say. start wrapping up. But we definitely love to have you guys back again. But Yeah, yeah. whenever. Yeah. Before we wrap up, though, let's, um, let's do a little plugging, a little shilling. Yeah. So, um, Christine Chen, we can find you your work on Wang Fu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're prepper for this no no we'll, we'll show for you um you have a movie coming out next next thursday at the la um next next thursday. la pacific yeah. L- los angeles asian pacific american film festival there you los go los angeles Lab. asian yeah, yeah. you guys are yeah. the opening night feature so are, you, you yeah. get you in addition to the ticket you also get the ticket to the uh, opening night gala which I'll, I'll have to miss i'm sorry i don't get back from new york till friday but minji will be there i'll be there Yay. Yeah. Represent, yeah, that's April 23rd. Mm-hmm. And then for the people who are like not in LA, we will be traveling May starting April 30th, the first week of May, to like um, Boston, to New York, to Seattle, to Chicago. Very and nice. then we bring our movie with us so nice. yes we got cool. collaboration chapters in every one of those cities so nice nice we'll help yeah. get the word out nudge nudge wink 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 christy <laughs> peter aaron tanner yeah. <laughs> um and linda we can find you at linda yes it's so weird so my name is linda my real name is linda like l-i-n-d-a but my stage name is l-e-e-n-d-a so that's linda yeah linda d productions was that because linda productions was taken already or you just wanted to um i wanted something different and i should have thought something more different than linda (laughs) like it's so similar to my name that people (laughs) no yeah people are like asking is she a linda or linda yeah and i'm just like barnacles like if my name was like (laughs) barnacles like if my name was like i no, yeah, like it's like Sasha Fierce. Like Beyonce has Sasha Fierce. Yeah, it's a very different there you name. Go. It's like, like, like Lucinda. Lucinda. Mm-hmm. Yes. If my name was like, not actually this concept, but anyway, <laughs> like Sasha Fierce, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, Linity Productions on YouTube with two E's, right? Yes. Yeah, that's like Minji's Twitter handle is Minjeezy with four E's. Oh no! <laughs> someone took the. Ch- I'm gonna have a little chat with her. I'm gonna go. <laughs> DM her. That's direct. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm learning the Twitter lingo and everything. She probably doesn't even use that account. Yeah, I right. honestly don't know. It's a private thing, so I have to request. But that's yeah. on my to-do list tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> What's the proper number of E's for Minjeezy, though? Two. Two. Like Jeezy. Oh. Duh. Oh. Anyways. We'll See, my Twitter is just my name, so. Oh, that's mine. Yeah, you can find me. Me, personally. Not <laughs> yeah, find you. Yeah. Because yeah. I am an individual. I'm a... Christine is an woman, individual, yeah. Right. I'm not defined by just walking. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. True. No, um, we're definitely going to share your your handle and everything, whatever you want to share. Sh- I'm, like, so hide then. all your really, really bad tweets. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Christine Chen on Christine Chen, was it? Yeah, Christine Chen <laughs> 4. Christine Chen. Because four? I'm the fourth Christine Chen. <laughs> oh, that's what I realized, honestly, when I, was at, when I was in college. I was just like looking up my name. There was like seven of me yeah, that year. Yeah. Christine Chang. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So mad. <laughs> no, I was not even mad. I'm just like used to it. I'm like, okay, I'm like the ninth one. <laughs> That's the problem with uh, Asian names. Again, that could be all of the My podcast. My name's fine. There's no other Marvin Yui's around. Ah, lucky you. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Actually, no, there's lots of Christine Minjis out there. 
We actually friended each other on Facebook. Yeah, you guys anyway. can start a group. We could. Or your own podcast. The no. Christine Minji podcast. One past podcast. Well, you already have another Christine here. So For real. Just oh, the Christine cast. The Christine cast. Let's talk about being Christine. <laughs> oh. could. It's and a fabulous it's life. The Christine experience. <laughs> yeah. Could All right. be cool. And that'll do it. Um, this has been the collab cast. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Yay, Thanks bye. so much. Thank you for having us. Between dull and passionate And now it seems when I'm jotting down my dreams What used to be a 16 I seems to intervene and it's cold That's the reason it's there When I feel it in my soul, man, the reason is clear When I'm driving in the nighttime, my heart in the clouds I just turn my speakers up loud, get lost in the sounds yeah. I wanna dance I wanna sing I wanna live the way that I